All righty. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Modcast. I'm your host, Chris Perry, with your co-host, Tyler Bedson. Tyler, what kind of animal do you feel like today? Uh, a gecko. Okay, gecko. Why Why is that? I don't know, man. They're just like uh, really cool animals. I'm a big fan of lizards, if you didn't okay. know. Um, yeah. It's one of my cool, one of my favorite things to see is lizards, so I'm just feeling real cool today. Just feeling real cool? Do you like the, the sunlight? Because I feel like they yeah. like sunlight and they like warmth. I had, a, I had a gecko named Jerry when I was a child. He was pretty cool. Didn't really know what to do with him because I was, you know, in the second grade. I didn't know how you played with one, but I would just, we just, we hung out. He was cool. And then he, uh, my mom told me he ran away. I think he died, but she didn't want to tell me that. So ran away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just ran, he ran away. A whole gecko ran away out of his terrarium. Um, you know, it just gets loose and you just like never see it again. You're like, oh, darn. <laughs> He's just like out in the streets, just trying to hustle and survive. Um, I feel like. I feel like a jackrabbit. I've had the uh, clinical labs nootropic and a lot of coffee today. And so I'm just, I can see sound right now. Like I'm locked in. So that's how I feel. I got the zoomies a little bit. I'm excited to train after taking a couple days off. Um, so today we've got a, a fun topic for you guys. Um, we're going to talk about performance enhancing drugs in the industry um, I want to preface and make it very clear, Tyler and I are not medical professionals. We are not condoning or advising any of this. Um, we are speaking purely on our experiences alone, as this is something that we both have a very neutral stance on, and we're going to kind of get into that, um, going through this whole spiel, so be ready for that. Um, that's one thing that I talked about pretty heavily yesterday. Um in the industry, I feel like right now, or in most cases, you are either in a camp of pro-PEDs or anti-PEDs, and I think that a lot of people think you have to be in one camp or the other, whereas I kind of lean, I can see both sides of this coin, right? I don't think it's like, I'm not pro-it, because I obviously see the detriment it can have on people, but I'm not anti-it, because I understand there is an ethical I say ethical. There's a safe approach you can take if you do your due diligence. But kind of what 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 is your stance on that, Tyler? I'm very on the path of I'm okay with it as long as it's done correctly. Yes. And unfortunately, I see a lot more abuse mm -hmm. of anabolics than I do of people, you know, using them in a manner for you know results, but safely. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. I like to go back to be honest really here about when I started and I started back when I was 20 years old. Um, mm -hmm. I worked at a gym inside of a supplement shop and I worked with a lot of guys much older than me mm -hmm. and they were very honest with me about what people in the gym were taking to get results. Mm -hmm. um, I look back and I'm very fortunate that I had those people around me to tell me honest doses mm -hmm. of what people were doing. And I'm like, okay, they didn't tell me anything that was horrible in comparison to what I've had some people come to me doing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I look back and, you know, I was only 20 years old. I probably could have waited another four to five years yeah. and got progress before I started. And I, I preach that to a lot of the younger generation nowadays. I'm like, you know, I think always, first and foremost, diet and training 
are, should always come before supplementation. If you don't have those correct and a hundred percent and you're not able to stay on plan, then you shouldn't touch them at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this to, to add to that because, and I'll, and I'll tell my, when I started too, and I, I think I started too young as well, but when I was 18, 19 years old, granted back then you couldn't just up and talk to people about it in the gym. You'd get your ass handed to you. Um, the, the, I feel like the culture of it has become very desensitized nowadays and everybody talks about it. I think there's good that comes from that as we understand it's more prevalent, but I think people become desensitized. But anyways, nonetheless, you know, when I've lost this train of thought, but what I was getting at is I, when I was that age, there was such a mystique around PEDs, right? And you thought it was the end all be all because then it became a game of, oh, well, he's just on gear, right? That was always the conversation. At, at that point, you've diluted work ethic. You've diluted the, the level of commitment, the dedication, the years invested, to it. And the only reason I can say this now and, and know that's not the case is I've met countless people over the years, people I've worked with, um, co-workers from previous jobs who ran dosages of drugs that truthfully don't make any sense to me and didn't look like they worked out. I, I say this and, and it, it kind of baffles me. I've had more people this year apply for coaching who were coincident and they were unrelated people coincidentally taking anadrol, but didn't own a food scale. And that's where it's like, okay, the fundamentals are entirely fucked up in this case. Yeah. And again, it goes back to it. And, and I'll tell some stories about it. And as we go, I have met people who run more than some open pros that I know and don't look like they exercise. And then I've got natural guys who progress at a very rapid rate and the difference is the fundamentals. Like truthfully, when I was 18, 19, if you would have told me this, I would have told you to eat dicks, right? I'd be like, that's not true. It's just the gear. As somebody who has done it myself, I can tell you, it, it does it help? Yes. It would be ignorant for me to say it doesn't. There's a reason that we do it. That being said, if you don't have all the other boxes checked, you are literally wasting your money. You are risking your health to get almost literally nothing out of it, truthfully. Yep. So that's yeah, kind of my stance on that. That's the thing, man, is I have a lot of people contact me and it, they, they want to know when they can start gear or when, when they can throw in fat burners or when they can start testosterone. And I'm like, you know, you, you can't even follow a week of your plan. Yeah. Why would I ever tell you that's a good idea? You, you have to earn that right. Yeah, and it's like, you know, my, my common thing is I, I, you need to make sure that you're completely serious first off with your training and your diet, but also taking care of your health. Yeah. So I always say to people, you know, the first things first, you should always make sure you get your blood work done and see where you're at before mm -hmm. touching anything like that. Because yeah. what I've realized with people is they're going to do it whether you like it or not. 100%. I, I've had clients hit me up and or even ex clients and they're like, Hey man, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, you know, I would go get your blood work done first, buddy. Like, you know, you want to make sure your internal health's good. Like and these are people with kids and stuff like that. Yeah. And they don't think about what the consequences could be. Yeah. They, you know, they, and that goes back to it. It's like, you, like you said, people are going to do it, whether, whether we can control that or not, it's just a matter of trying to guide them as best as we can.
right? I mean, ultimately, like, but I've lost clients because they they they've come to me in horrible positions, Uh, and I've got a story about it that I'll that I'll tell. And they, you know, I had a guy come to me who had ran two and a half grams of injectables for nearly six months straight. And when he applied for coaching, I just assumed he was natural. Like he didn't, I mean, I, I don't mean that in an ugly way. It's just like when we did the consultation call and he starts asking me questions about PEDs, but he didn't ask it in a vernacular that was out of curiosity. It was a vernacular of like experience. Like he was asking questions that you wouldn't know unless you were like slightly versed in this already. And I was like, wait, do you take like PEDs? He's like, uh, yeah, duh. And I was like, well, not duh, but okay. Um, and this was another person didn't own a food scale, never prepped food, right? Like never tracked food. And I said, okay, man, like he'd coincidentally, fortunately gotten his blood work done, which I was very surprised about. And I sent you the blood work and I said, this is the worst blood work I've seen in my entire fucking life. And I was like, buddy, you got it. We're done. Like we're stopping. I was like, what have you ran? And he ran for six months straight and he was running like two and a half grams of, of injectables and either running like a very aggressive oral on top of that. And I'm like, for months, I'm like, dude, why in like, where are these people getting these, first of all, these numbers from and these ideas. And I'm like, my question, because like, I feel like whenever I was getting started with really being serious about bodybuilding, I would hear some very terrible advice. And it was often from like older generation guys that never competed Mm -hmm. i don't know what it was but it's like the the people that have never competed and don't really like do anything revolving other than going to the gym and looking big are always the ones giving the worst advice they'll be like telling young kids like you need to run a gram of test and 600 trend and or and then that's what everybody's doing and it's like and i'll be like no i don't have any of my guys even the ones all the way up to you know 250 pounds running much at all yeah because because you, you don't actually have to um I, I advise everybody to to take some time there there are a few source education sources that i think are actually worth looking into and i think the one that is the best is is john jewett has released a lot of content discussing his usage and talking openly about his dosages and like it is very impressive how little you can get away with if you just understand human physiology, like like the the physiology. If I could say words, if you understand how the body functions, we are just trying to push to a super physiological state. That's the word. Hormonally, that means that we are just need to get enough out of range from a hormonal standpoint to elicit results. You don't need to run a gramma test. Period. I don't think there's ever a time that's really beneficial. And if you look at, but anyways, we're not going to get into like actual protocols. That's not the point of this. It's discussing. The key is it's the poison is in these doses. Yes. Uh, I think a lot of people are abusing and they don't really know how bad they're abusing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's because they heard something from somebody that heard something from somebody else. And it was bad advice passed down amongst like. 10 people from hearsay and it's you remember that game telephone whenever we yeah. were young yeah you know like one person told somebody one person thing and then at the end of the thing it ended up being like drastically different or exaggerated mm-hmm. i feel like one person told somebody like a, a protocol and that person like added something to it or was like i like yeah. this better and then all of a sudden it became like these astronomical horrible protocols and 
it's just drug like a uh, anabolics and everything are not to be first. No. Ever. You no. know, that's the thing is I get a lot of people that they, they contact me and they think that's the secret. Yeah. They they think, oh, okay, well, I'm just gonna get on some peds and it's gonna be my my body's gonna change drastically and I'm gonna be a pro bodybuilder. And it's like, no, you actually have to do the work. And, and yeah, it's it, this is what I tell people. Do what they're supposed to do. So you it, have to go to the gym. You have to, you know, follow your diet, or else you're gonna just be spinning your wheels. In a lot, in a lot of cases, you're gonna look worse. And I and I'll tell a story about that too. But the the thing that I always tell people, if this if peds were the answer, this would just be a game of how much can you load in a fucking syringe, and that's not the case, right? Um, Alrighty, sorry about that, guys. We had some more technical difficulties per usual. Shout out WebEx, we love you guys. Um, so, cut, starting this back up, uh, kind of talking about it. I've actually seen people who abuse PEDs and think that they are the end all be all, who actually look significantly worse than just like an average person. Um, so this actually, so when I was a project manager, I worked for a company and. I was, I had a guy come in that I was supposed to, uh, he's supposed to shadow me for the day. I was supposed to train him and he walks in and I'm eating my, one of my meals and he's like, do you meal prep? And I was like, yeah, man, for sure. He's like, uh, he's like, what's your cycle? And I was like, that's an aggressive follow-up question. I was like, I'm on TRT right now. And he's like, oh, no fucking way. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what about you? And he starts listing off like I mean, a plethora of basically every everything. He was taking everything, as long as I can describe it. He was a he was a former addict, and I think this was his obviously his new muse. And he, again, he didn't look like he worked out. Dude kind of showed up in like a polo T-shirt, just was like a hundred and eighty pound kind of chubby looking dude. Tells me everything. I'm like, well, what's your your diet like? And he's like, oh man, I just try to get in two hundred grams of protein today. I don't care how I get it in because he walked in with like a smoothie king smoothie and like an egg McMuffin. I was like, well, this is prime nutrition. I was like, let's train tomorrow. Because he told me he used to compete and he's a personal trainer, all this shit. And we go to train. Of course, he didn't know what he was doing. Like intensity wasn't even beginning to be on the cusp of anything worth a damn. And then we went to go like pose afterwards. And this dude took off his shirt and my jaw dropped. So he'd never taken an aromatase inhibitor. So he had some of the worst gynecomastia I've ever seen in my life. He was purple like his blood pressure i don't know what it was because here's the thing he had never gotten blood work done in his life he didn't take health supplements uh he never checked his blood pressure and he didn't know what an aromatase inhibitor was yep and that was just like normal form and he was taking like three or four grams of stuff total and he's like well, i'm taking this to i'm taking a d ball to, to fill up but i'm taking winstrol to get cut and like all, i'm like what and f- who taught you this shit that's that's the thing, man, is a lot of people are told like crazy stuff and then they don't even know any prevention of health or anything. They're not taking anything for their liver. They're not taking care of their heart. They're eating McDonald's only yeah. and they're wondering why they keep getting fatter and they're not getting the body they want. But yeah. it reminds me, I, I when I worked back at the supplement shop, this is, God, I'll, I, I really calculated the other day. It's almost like nine years ago today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's been a long time, but I remember I had this guy come in, right? Mm-hmm. and he was talking to me and he was like asking if we had anything to to help with gyno behind the shelves and i was mm. like man like, you know how bad how bad is it and uh so dead serious right there in the middle of the store the guy pulls up his shirt and he had literally what looked like an udder oh no his his nipple was so long 
and distended that it looked like a cow's udder. Oh God. Oh and, God. And I was like, oh gosh. I was like, yeah, we don't have anything really that can help with that. Yeah. So the next thing he does is he squeezes it. Oh and no. this like disgusting discharge goes all down his body. Oh and no. It was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. And I was just like, oh my God. And that that's what a lot of people, you know, they're following advice from others and getting these serious issues where it's it's just like you know it could have been prevented if you really listened to somebody that actually had experience rather than you know following the advice from the gym bro or the guy you saw that sells gear at the gym who's just trying to get you to use a bunch of extra stuff yeah that's the thing is like the the there the resources are out there to to make the proper conscious decisions these days like there there's enough information out there that you can figure out what to do but then it, again you get people like i actually had a guy come up to me a couple of weeks ago in the gym and he was like hey man like he asked before, you know opens up with how much do you weigh and i told him and he was like yeah man he's like a, a strong man kind of built dude right like just a big burly guy late 40s and uh he was like yeah man i'm like 280 i'm trying to get up to 300 and i was like what's your nutrition looking like and obviously he was he was under eating right and i so i gave him some advice or my opinion on the food he's like yeah man he's like i'm looking at doing a doing a cycle i've never taken anything before and i was like okay i was like well are you like are you prescribed like trt you know because i was like well you know you might want to go get your blood work checked and you know being that you're in your 40s trt should just kind of use oh, i'm already doing trt and i was like well cool man like you don't really have to do much more than that. Like I would talk to you, like he went to an HRT clinic. I was like, I'd talk to them and kind of let them know what you're wanting to do. Cause a lot of times they'll at least advise you. And it's one thing if you inform them, they at least know what to look for when you get your blood work done with them. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm thinking about just doing, you know, like gram a test and like 500 milligrams of trend. And I was like, or you don't. Right. I was like, and I gave him my opinion of what I thought he could do, which was obviously very much less than that. Like no trend and not that much test. But it wasn't what he wanted to hear. So I knew I was just wasting my fucking breath. That's you know? the thing, man. It's, it's always, it's always, always going to be people think the the drugs are the key. Yeah, They think that people are just building these physiques. Like, I don't know how many times I've heard somebody that's uneducated at the gym say, if I took steroids, I'd look like that too. Yeah. And it's like. And it's like that they don't really understand what actually goes into it, how much work goes into this. Like, I've been, you know, bodybuilding now for over 10 years. Yep. And it's taken me, you know, every bit of that to get to where I am today. And there's still people that are, you know, 10, 20 times better than I am. Yeah. And I think people want these fast results and they don't understand that that's not number one. And, and that, that goes into like even people that don't compete are getting on all sorts of things instead of, you know, saying like, hey, let me hire a coach and you know, figure out a, a diet plan. Let me figure out how to train. Let me, let me go and figure out how to train with proper form and intensity. Yeah. And instead they're just like, you know, searching for online, like what's the best steroid I can take or what, what fat burner can I take? And it's just like, it, it's, they've got it all backwards. Yeah. It you know can't be, I mean? it can't be a crutch. It cannot be no. a crutch. It, it has to be like, I'll, I'll share my, my experience. Like I started when I was 20 and, and granted, I think that was too soon. I'd been training for six years at that point. I'd lost 100 pounds, gained it back, lost it again, went through bulimia, and then spent two and a half years growing naturally from 160 pounds to 200 pounds. Yeah. 
right, with decent body composition. And so I'd obviously, it had been something that I had considered doing, right? Like obviously like a lot of us do, you know, we contemplate it, but I wanted to spend a lot of time trying to understand it because I also knew it was a life altering decision. Like I was around an older crowd of guys, bodybuilders, powerlifters, and they all gave me their opinions and they were again, kind of the same stance, not pro it, not against it, but they were like, this is all the information you need to know. And then you make the decision based off of that. And I'm very grateful for those people to mentor me in that way. And, um, you know, I talked to my physician a lot about it very openly because he had been my family physician for 20 years and we discussed it very heavily. And he's like, okay, he's like, I can't obviously condone this, but here's what we need to look at previous to it. Right. So when I got my blood work done, when I was like close to, I was 20, um, my test levels were like 70 because bulimia had fucked me up hormonally so bad like my test was gone for basically two years so i had to get on something right i had i literally had to get prescribed um trt and at that point i mean i still consider that obviously when i transitioned over from i mean i cashed in my my natty card at that point and i grew really well but the reason why is one i was surrounded by a great group of people who knew how to train and held me to a certain standard but i made a checklist of everything that I wanted to accomplish in the gym, out of the gym, and in life. And I had to check off every box before I was ready to begin that journey because I felt like there were so many, I was, part of me was scared, right? Like, and that's part of why I'm so dumbfounded by how desensitized some of these kids are to just blast all these crazy combinations of drugs. I was getting prescribed TRT and I was terrified, right? Because I was like, I don't know what to expect, like whatever. So like I made a checklist of all these numbers I wanted to hit in the gym, like how much money I wanted to be making monthly, like with the new, I wanted to like go work up the ladder of the job I was in and like, had like all these other different things that I was like, I have to get these done because I'm not just going to hop into this. Right. Because I, I, I like to, especially with something like that, I needed to take time to really chew on it and decide if it was what I wanted to do. And I did. And that's when I started. Right. And then from that point on, like I've gotten my blood work done every six to 10 weeks for the last four years because it's like bare minimum. That's something we're going to talk about. Like if you can't afford blood work, guess what? You can't afford fucking gear. That's that's the truth right there, man. Like I always have people and it's crazy because like, I'll be like, all right, uh, I need you to go get your blood work done. And you know, they'll put that off and they'll put that off. And they'll put that off. and They'll tell you like, man, I just don't have the money. But as soon as you tell them like, Hey, this is what your cycle is going to be. All of a sudden, they have all the money in the world to go get that. Oh, they'll find it real quick. Oh, yeah. That, and it, it's crazy to me because people I found do not care about their health. I've had people leave me as a client before. Keep in mind, it's very few. But I've had two or three where I've been like, hey, you need to go get your blood work done before we do anything like that. And never hear from them again. They go to somebody else who just lets them do whatever they want or they'll take it upon themselves to go you know, make themselves worse. And all the time, every time I've seen those people, they never step on stage. Mm -hmm. They end up having some sort of health issue or, you know, they just quit in general. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it happens all the time. It's like, again, it goes back to it. It is too easy to get blood work scheduled. Now their life extension.com is where I go through to get mine. I order my prescription. Um, I basically pick a la carte, what health markers I want to see. There's always a discount code available. 
$150. I call LabCorp. I schedule with them. I bring in my prescription. They do my blood work. Three days later, I have my results. Exactly. That so can be done in a week. I can literally have my blood work results in a week. We have optimized you around here. Which, yeah. You know, me and Laura both work closely with, and we send all our clients there. You know, they have three offices and they'll, you can call them. They'll send in your lab, they'll send in your blood work to your, your local lab corp. Mm-hmm. You can get it done and they'll, they'll do a video call with you and read off everything and make suggestions based on your blood work to make sure that you're healthy and good to go. But yeah. you know, there's no reason to not no. be getting this stuff checked. And, and it, it's so simple. Here's the other thing too. Um, if you like do a cycle and then at that point you invest a ton of money in all these health supplements and you wait months and then you get your blood work done, you lied to yourself because yes, you want to see your blood work consistently over a, a year's time to get mm-hmm. a basis of where it usually averages. But you also need to get your blood work done in what is likely the worst spot it will be because you are in that spot at some point, whether you see it or not, you know what I mean? Like, John Judigan talks about, he gets his blood work done at like three weeks out from his shows because that's probably the worst it's going to look. And you need to see those numbers to know, oh, for this period of time, we did some damage. Yes. like You see what I'm saying? Like, so you, you have to be completely brutally honest with yourself. If you're going to take the life altering decision, if you're going to make that decision and take the risk, you have to be prevalent and, and, and making sure and doing your due diligence of like, Seeing when your blood work's not the prettiest, right? Because you have to have that wake up call, or you are going to run into issues down the line, right? If this is this is the thing with PEDs, and I think it's part of the problem with it is this isn't something that is a proactive thing. You have to do it, hope for the best, and then prepare for the worst. Like you don't know there's a reaction until there's a reaction. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can do your due diligence with health supplements and getting your blood work done and all those things as you should, but you still don't know what's going to happen until you do it. And that's the, that's the scary part. There's a lot of unknown variables that go into this, you know, what I've realized uh, over the years and years of being a coach and working with countless people is I would say in all honesty, from my personal experience, from everybody I've coached, and this is a, a number that I'm throwing out there as an estimate to I would say about 70% of the people at the gym are on something. Yep. Uh, it's gotten to be at that point where it's so readily available. Um, you know, people think that that's the key. So everybody is wanting to use something um, to get to the next level. And I'm talking not just people that compete, you know, I, it's general nutrition people. It's your 35 year old woman who works as a teacher and wants to go to the pool and look good. It's, it's, so many people. Yeah. And my biggest thing is if you're going to do it, make sure you do it correctly. Yeah. Have somebody that actually has the experience, you know, it's, it's such a risk if you're going to do this when you're, you know, listening to Billy Joe at the gym who, you know, is, he has gyno and he's covered in pimples and he's just like, yeah, I run this, this, and this. And he's like red as a damn, yeah, um, he's sitting there with high blood pressure and he's telling you, I do all this. Don't listen to somebody. Do your research as yeah. well. Learn what you're putting in your body because a lot of these effects and side effects are irreversible. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how many, we'll talk more about females in the future, but I don't know how many times I've been sent a woman from one of my clients and they're terrified and they're like, why is this girl's voice like this? Well, mm-hmm. I get like this just from working out. And I'm like, nope, she just had improper guidance. And, you know, she was probably going on something she shouldn't have been on or too much of it for too long. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we're seeing, um, um, well, we, we, there's one team in particular we're seeing a lot of that from, but it's like you're, you're, and again, it goes back to it. There are females and we're, now that we're talking about that, there are females who I know who talk openly about what they do, what they do and what they take who don't viralize. Right. So there's a, there's a, a way to do it. And it's known. That's the thing is like, there's enough research and understanding of these drugs because they've been around for many, many years and there's enough research to know there, there are optimal numbers, dosages. We know what, what's going on. Right. So it just comes down to it. Like you can find those numbers very easily. Right. And know what to do. And then people get trigger happy. And I'm like, why take more and have you at that point you're just there's just more risk right there's not going to be more reward because your body can still only change at a certain rate no matter what you throw at it right that's the thing it's 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 still a genetic sport as far Mm -hmm. as like what you're going to look like um i think a lot of people need to come to that realization you you can take all the steroids in the world but it's not going to make your work ethic a better work ethic it's Mm -hmm. not going to all of a sudden make you diet like it, it's it's all in you about the how far you can go with your results and i'll i'll tell everybody this it, it's it's all about you know how hard you push yourself how mm-hmm. disciplined you are yep. make sure that you are disciplined and you are training hard i i would say before anybody starts anything i would be training with a proper training program for at least 2 years Mm-hmm. And I would be following a diet plan or some sort of sort of structured diet for at least two years as well. Minimum, minimum. Before, before I decided to go that route, and I see so many starting so early, mm-hmm. and then you know they end up not even liking bodybuilding or not even liking training, and then I'm like, well, you did all that just to harm your body. Yeah, I yeah, I've got. Again, because it's one of those things, man, like once you start, you you have made a life-altering decision, right? And it is, it is one to take into serious consideration. And it is not something that I am eager for anybody to do. You know, I don't have, I have less, I can count how many people I have on less, like literally one hand, less than that actually, that take anything. And all of my people, like there's, there are a lot of hoops that you have to jump through before I'll even entertain that conversation. You, I think you should do a show naturally first to see if you love it and like understand like that doing it on peds isn't going to make it any less difficult, right? It's not, it's going to be as, in certain regards, it could even be worse depending on how you respond mentally, so to speak. Um, but prep is prep regardless if you're doing injections or not or whatever it may be. And so like, if you can't get through a prep, why just add more risk to your health just to be like a little bit more jacked when you can get more jacked over time? Like, you know what I mean? It's a big thing to understand the consequences as well. You know, like, for example, I know I'm prescribed TRT. Mm -hmm. 
I will be for the rest of my life. Like I will have to inject testosterone at least once a week for the rest of my life to stay normal. And I don't think a lot of people think about that when they first start. Like they never think of the long-term effects of like where you'll be or what your body will have to be due to, to stay optimal. Mm -hmm. You know, like you see people abusing all these things and then they never think of like, oh, well, what if you want to have kids one day? Yeah. But if you decide you want to stop competing and you want to do something else, or what if you like, you know, get a a heart issue or something like that, or God forbid, what if somebody had cancer and they're using this stuff and they, their cancer keeps growing? Yeah. Like, this is all reasons to go get checked again to make sure too, because I, I've, I've heard some awful stories, man. And it's like, you know, I, we had a guy at our gym and he was one of the nicest people I knew and great guy, friendly to everybody, but he was very well known for using stuff for a very long period of time. Well, mm-hmm. he never got his blood work done. He never really went to check his health and, Sure enough, he found out after like 12 years that he had had cancer. Fuck. And it grew all throughout his body to the point where, you know, he was only around for about another six months. Yeah. And could that have been prevented if he had went to go get his health checked on a regular basis? Mm -hmm. I'd say say it's possible. You know, I would say that that probably could have been something where he could have been like, they would have told him like, hey, you know, you need to look at this or it could have been caught early. But I think a lot of people need to really think before they do instead of just jumping into this. It, yeah, it, it, I spent probably two years like very thinking about it very heavily, researching, talking to people like to make that decision because I knew it was going to be a big, big deal, right? And like the same with you, I'm prescribed TRT. I will be on it for the rest of my life. I'm prescribed T3 and T4 because I have hypothyroidism, low testosterone runs in my family, right? It's just how it is. And you know, there are certain things that I have to do because here, here's the other thing, guys, like we talk about genetics a lot, right? That's a, it's a hot topic in, in bodybuilding specifically. You see someone like, oh, they're genetically gifted, right? And we talk a lot about it with like muscularity or how their body's put together. But there are a lot of different genetic predispositions that people don't take into consideration. One is how responsive your body is to PEDs, right? Like some people don't have to take a lot. I'm fortunate I'm one of those people. But there, you also have to look at from a genetic predisposition of how poorly your body could respond to it. Because again, some people just have predispositions or health predisposed health issues that they don't know about. And this is Pandora's box, right? Like I said, like I've got the guy or I had the, the client who ended up leaving me because I wouldn't let him get back on. He's 25 years old, went to a specialist. He has tachycardia, a polyp on his liver, and he's in renal failure at 25. Yeah. Because he ran a six month wild blast and he didn't even really look like he worked out. So I'm like, what is this worth, man? Like you were dying at 25 to look like an average gym bro. Nope. That's the thing is I always say like eliminate the guessing. Yeah. Get go with, go find somebody that has done this for years. And that that's the advice you should follow if you're planning on bodybuilding and doing this for longevity purposes, because, you know, you're wasting a lot of time and possibly harming your health. If you're just doing these crazy things with no guidance, no plan set in mind and no goals. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. I, I see more and more of the younger crowd doing it to become like TikTok famous or Instagram famous rather than, you know, to compete. Yeah. Like, and even with competitors, I would ask yourself, like, how far do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And you also need to be realistic with yourself of how far you can actually go. For sure. Like, you know, I know for myself, I may be able to, you know, become pro. But will I ever be able to compete as a pro and do well? Probably mm-hmm. not. You know, and I've accepted that. And I've accepted the fact that, you know, I want to have kids one day. So I'm yeah. very, very, you know, cognizant of I need to make sure that I take care of my health. Yeah. For example, somebody like Chris has the ability to go very far. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's talked to the judges. They tell him that. Mm-hmm. And for you, you know, there, there's a purpose behind it. Yeah, but even then, we still we, we are still taking a very patient. Exactly. Like, like we're still we're looking at this from a longevity standpoint because at the end of the day, man, like I'm young and stupid right now, right? But I also like I love the sport, right? But this isn't everything that my life will ever amount to, and I don't want to like same with you. I want to have kids one day, and I want to live a long, happy life once this is all said and done. And so I know that I don't need to run a gram of trend ever in my life, right? I'm never going to because that's illogical to me. But it's like, let's take our sweet time because, again, my body can only progress at a certain rate. And at a certain point, it just becomes a game of risk and not reward. That's what people don't understand. And so that's why I keep trying to preach to these kids. And it's, again, it's a hard conversation because this is where we're at, where we're walking a tightrope, where we're trying to inform and help people understand. But at no point am I saying, go do this. Okay. Yep. This is not something that I like. I, I, and I know it's like, don't, you know, do as I say or say as I do, whatever it is. Like, it sounds hypocritical, right? I fully understand and recognize the risk that I am taking. And I do more than my due diligence to make sure that I'm safe. Right. And I'm neurotically obsessive about that. That being said, like, this is what I'm choosing to do for myself, but I don't, it's not all that it's cut out to be, I think is the biggest thing with anything in life there that is intrinsically positive. There's an intrinsically negative effect too. It's all about blitz balance. Right. So it's not always fun. It doesn't, it's not always the best. Like it's, it's not, it's not like it's just hunky dory and it's, you know, rainbows and butterflies and all that good shit, but it's also not intrinsically a bad thing. Human nature is what makes things intrinsically good or bad, right? It is just like, you could put a pound of meth in front of me and it's just there. It's not intrinsically bad or good. It's my human nature dictates what that is. If I choose to do it all, then it's bad because I made it bad, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes down to, man. I think there's, there's again, like I said, there's this camp where it's like you have to be pro or anti, and it's like I'm kind of both, right? Yeah. I, I, that's the thing. It's like I've kind of gotten a neutral stance on it. Yeah. There's, of course, like my views are like, you know, you need to be serious about it, understand the consequences, have a plan in mind, all that. But I, I also realize that, what like we talked about earlier people are going to do it yeah. uh and i will say if you're going to do it make sure you educate yourself please make sure you aren't you know following random gym bro guidance yep make sure you get your blood work done mm-hmm. 
make sure you get your heart checked. I would say minimum, go get your blood work done twice a year. That's yep. minimum. And I would say go get an EKG. I'd say once a year is, mm -hmm. is fair. I know those are a little bit more expensive for some people. So, but as long as you're taking care of your health, it's, it's ultimately going to be your decision. Um, you've got to understand the risks involved and really think about it before you do it. Because like we said, there's consequences and the poison is in the dose. I will, I will say that. Mm -hmm. And if you're abusing these things or you, God forbid, getting the wrong thing or, which you happens know, often. Yeah, that, that, that's what's scary because a lot of this stuff is so unregulated that, you know, somebody could tell you it's one thing and it could be something completely different. And it's like, what are you going to do? Call the cops? Can't do yeah. shit about it, man. And again, you don't know until you know. And it's like, yeah. it goes back to it. Like you, you, we are, it's a very unregulated. It's, you don't know. You're taking a risk just in what you are putting in your syringe at that point, you know? Yep. And people need that's, to that's, think about that and the consequences that can come with it because it, it can affect you very much what, so. What are your thoughts on this? Because I had the question um, from one of my one of my guys and mm -hmm. he is, you know, very, very adamant on like being healthy about stuff. And he he's um, he doesn't plan on competing, but he wanted to know he was like, what what are our thoughts on if somebody doesn't compete? Should they should they take any of this stuff or? You know, I, I think my stance is depending on his age and everything else, go get your blood work done. If you've got yeah. low test, get prescribed TRT. That's, that's really, but that's all, all you need. If this is just like a lifestyle thing, like you don't need to be doing above and beyond that. Because again, like I said, I've got too many people on my team who are natural, who progress at such a rapid rate to prove to me that you don't need these things, especially if you're not competing. And I've had natural athletes place incredibly well too in non-tested federations. So again, it goes back to it. Like I know people don't want to hear that, but a lot of times it just comes down to fucking work ethic and time. And that's not what, again, it's instant gratification, right? You hear people say, Oh, we can get 20 pounds of muscle. We take this and this that's who fucking cares because you don't know that, right? Again, Pandora's box, right? We're guessing, but again, you also have to remember, like, there are inherent health risks that come with it as well. So I'm always on the side of if you don't need to, which none of us really need to, but like if you aren't competing, don't. Go get yeah. your blood work done, though. At least go get your blood work done and see where yeah. you're at. Yeah, go see where your test levels are. And you might need prescribed testosterone. That might just bring you up to optimal levels. And that's my honest opinion. I, th I think that's where a lot of people, you mature as a bodybuilder when you realize that trt is probably when i feel my best 100 percent. like i i get my best training sessions on trt i still get results i can cut i can grow where i need to be you know and i feel my best all around and i feel like some people think like oh if i'm not using any sort of extraneous uh anabolics that they are just like gonna get weaker and they yeah. shouldn't even go train but you can get very great results if your testosterone levels are optimal. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is for males and females. I think a lot of females forget that too because like females, it's just important to get your testosterone levels checked. Mm -hmm. And they have, you know, TRT for females as well, which can be like creams, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not all injections. Um, 
same for males. We, we talk about, I, I, that's just my preferred method at this point in my life, you know, but they do have creams if you, if you're scared of needles, but it's something I would go get checked. If you're like a general nutrition client mm -hmm. and you're not getting the results you want, you'd be surprised, you know, your test levels may just be super low yeah, and that could change your whole life. But I really agree with you on that. That's really all you need. Mm -hmm. I don't think that if you are just trying to look better that you need to abuse no. anything. No, no. Because again, it goes back to glorifying this. And the same thing, like you said, like I see so many people who like do a blast and they come off, they're like, oh, dude, I'm going to get so small and weak. Well, if you put that glass ceiling above your head, you will. Because I can say that when I got prescribed everything, like I got strong as an ox and then I just didn't let myself get weaker. Like I don't, cause you know what I mean? Like it, it, that's not how this works. Like at the end of the day, like it, you shouldn't be so reliant on it or go into it with that expectation of like, I'm going to put on all this muscle during this blast, during the cycle. And then when I come off, I'm going to shrink and get small. Cause you're going to allow yourself to do that. Cause the body goes where the mind leads at the end of the day. That's a big thing. I talked to two of my, my other good buddies, you know, just this past weekend and, you know, they both competed in bodybuilding before they've done shows, mm -hmm. but currently they're not doing any shows and they might not ever do one again. Yeah. And, you know, because of that, they've both talked about, they're like, I don't want to abuse anything. So, you know, it's okay to get on TRT and stay on that for the rest of your life. And it's just, safe. And I, I feel like that's healthy. It's good. Mm -hmm. And, you can do a lot with just that. And yep. honestly, whenever I'm done competing, that's all I plan on doing. I'll probably run my, my, my test and I'll have my, you know, I'm, I'm prescribed thyroid hormone as well. And that makes me feel great. Yep. And that's where I feel my best. And I'll get, you know, I'll get these guys and I'll be like, all right, it's time to go into a health phase. And they're like, Oh, I'm so bored. Oh man. They'll like, they, they don't train as hard and they don't, you know, I they, feel like you they said, they I, I feel their diet. I feel better every time mentally I feel better and I don't notice it until I'm actually back into it. I'm like, Oh man, I feel so much better. Like my, I just feel like healthier and cleaner. I don't know how to describe it beyond that. And I'm like, dude, like there are pluses to that too, right? When you drop a little bit of the excess water, you drop a little bit, whatever I can breathe better. I can sleep better. My training, my work capacity goes up. Um, like so it's like there, there are positives to it as well. And again, it goes back to it. It's like, if you have that frame of mind, then all you're thinking about is your next cycle and that yeah. shouldn't be, you can progress without it. That's the thing is like, you can, you can definitely make progress if you have optimal testosterone levels that are just normal, just normal. You yeah. don't need to have all this stuff in there to make progress. And I think uh, some people just become addicted to that. Oh, it's for sure. For sure. I've had some people who are like, um, if I'm not on something, I don't feel like myself. I don't feel good. I'm weaker. And it's like, no, it's a, it's mental. You know, it's your shit together. You should be doing it. thing of bodybuilding is self-motivated. And if you require drugs you're to weak. be motivated, well, you're you're also addicted. 100%. That's what I mean. You're, you're, you, need, you need to be able to keep the same mindset regardless of what phase you are in. Yep. And that's what's going to bring longevity in the sport. It's going to be longevity with your health in general. Like, we're not always going to bodybuild. You know, me no. and you right now, I, I believe, you know, I, I just turned 30 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer that, you know, 30 to like 40 years old is some of the prime years of bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that that's where a lot of these guys are that what age they are when they're somewhere winning Olympias and things like that. Yeah. So, but after I turn, you know, 40 years old, I probably will not bodybuild like I used mm -hmm. to. And yeah. I like to think of that whenever I'm doing, when I make every move each year of how I take care of my health. One day we're not going to do this. Yeah. I, I want to be done before much sooner. I want to be done before I'm 30, man. Like I want to be able to walk away from this unscathed and like obviously move on to a different strength sport after or whatever it may be. Cause I need, I have to have something physically to chase, but like I knew that going into this is like, I want to, like I said, like I have other things in this life that I, I want to accomplish. And I, though bodybuilding is obviously a huge part of my life and it has been for the last decade, you know, I, I look forward to the thing that comes into my life that matters more in the future. Right. And so like, again, like, this like i'll look back on this when i'm 50 and fat as shit and make this is the prime of my life and that's awesome but like i want to make it to that point too you yeah. know like don't necessarily want to die because of ignorance that's what yeah, it comes down to that's that's why i feel like a lot of you know we see a lot of these deaths in bodybuilding and people are like what caused that and i do think part of it does come from abuse of you know steroids over time but it's I also a, think it comes with a lot of lifestyle choices as well. Well, I think it's a byproduct. It's a, it, it, it's a culmination of a lot of things too, because people don't understand like if you are, you know, like let's say five foot nine and you're a 270 pound bodybuilder mm -hmm. you, you're all, and you're that big all year, regardless of the peds, like you are in a position like your body is under physical stress at all times because you are obviously in a super physiological state yeah. at all points. And if you do that for 10, 20 years, there's there's a chance it's going to obviously come back and bite you in the ass, unfortunately, mm -hmm. and so that's part of why where I'm looking at this, it's like, and we start we're starting to see, and I, and I love that the industry industry starting to switch that way, where we're starting to celebrate former open pros downsizing, right? Because I, and again, I, I'm not in that position, but I can imagine like for your ego and self-worth I can imagine that's a difficult time to know that you have to downsize to you know have a long longevity in life and a healthy life but now we're starting to see people support that and embrace that and because again you can't be that big your whole life no that's that's the thing is like I've had some of my my good friends that have been clients of mine and they've been bodybuilders mm -hmm. and they're trying they're transitioning out of bodybuilding now mm -hmm. and making it more of a lifestyle. And like you said, you're probably going to get into another strength sport, but I've noticed it's, it's great to get into other hobbies that are mm -hmm. involving cardiovascular activity. Like some of them are getting into jujitsu. Yeah. Uh, I have another buddy who's going golfing, but he's like very adamant on, he's like, I, I don't want to use a golf cart. I want to walk the whole course. That's smart. Um, so these are things too, that I would say, if you're, if you're into bodybuilding, make sure to have activities in your life that are also outside of it. I, I think that does help play a role in your cardiovascular health long-term, like go for walks, go for hikes, you know, do things. We're all multifaceted people, right? Like, obviously this is a huge part of who I am. This is not all that I am. This is not my entire identity. And it took me a long time to understand that. And that's right. when I was able to understand more of my worth as a human, because if I am just reliant on my physical appearance and my placings in a show, and that dictates my entire worth, I'm not going to make it very long, right? Like you have to, you, again, like we can all be ever consumed by this, but you need to have other things in this life that matter as well. 
Like I have to have, I have numerous other outlets that I need because there's this thing called balance, right? Yeah. And it's very important because you can't, like I eat, breathe, sleep this, but I also understand that like, again, this isn't everything that I am. And that allows me to continue to be able to do this and enjoy it. Cause I've burned myself out yeah. before, man. After my first show, a lot of my worth was in bodybuilding at that point. I won my first show. I got very depressed after I gained 50 pounds in three weeks. And then COVID hit. I didn't train for three months. I did not pick up a barbell for three months because I, could, I couldn't bring myself to because I was so burnt out and jaded because I had just pushed myself and pushed myself and pushed myself mentally until finally I just snapped. I broke. And it took me a long time to fall back in love with the sport. And it doesn't have to be that way, you know? I think this is where we can kind of close this one out. Mm -hmm. You know, I would say if you're, if you're in a bodybuilding, first off is make sure you have other hobbies as well that kind of coincide with it. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be walking your dog. It could be your hobby, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then make sure you get your health checked. I think yeah. that's bare minimum. Foremost, like go get your blood work done. doesn't matter where you go do it. Just make sure you are healthy before you touch anything. Next up, Make sure you are having a set training plan. Don't go into the gym and just be guessing what you're going to do. Don't be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing today. Keep a logbook. Make sure you're progressing. Make sure your form's proper. Make sure you video yourself to see if your form is good. Like, there might be a reason you're not growing. You don't need to add steroids to grow right off the bat. No. And then make sure you have some sort of diet plan. And I mean, if you're a beginner, I know you don't need to be 100%, but try to be 80%. Make it a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. These are all important things that I think will get people more progress than skipping straight to using supplementation. And I think too, and what we're going to do an episode on it this week is I think it's important too, especially if you're going to delve into this, this world of PEDs is, uh, therapy is something I would, I would highly, highly recommend to, to anybody, but specifically in, in this case, because there are some, and again, and granted, we don't know it's Pandora's box, but like mentally it can affect you like yes. some people very heavily very heavily and so i think it's important to have i think it's important for everybody to go to therapy as it is it's changed my life but i i think it's important to have that safe space or even if it's something that you can confide in with that or journaling or all these other self-care practices i think it's very important because like yes we are focused on mentally or physically improving aesthetically improving but like Again, the body goes where the mind leads. So take care of that shit too. Like that's very, very fucking important. Yeah. So that's that's what we've got today, guys. Like I said, it is a, a very hot topic. We would love to hear everybody's opinions on this. Um, we do love and appreciate all of you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Um, please check us out. Spotify, Apple. Um, please leave us a five-star review. Again, feel free to message either of us on Instagram with any questions, any topics you want us to discuss. Ultimately, we are here to serve you guys, and we do appreciate you. Thanks, guys, for listening. Like I said, give us five stars. Share any parts you like. We really appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, we're up over 50-plus uh, five-star reviews so far. Hell yeah. 60-something like with uh, Apple Podcasts, too. So. Yeah. We, we're glad you guys are enjoying it, and we'll keep bringing you guys good content. Yeah. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Modcast.